When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. It's time to separate the truth from the lies and bring in Mill Rowland. Fact or fiction? I, I love having Kate fill in, but I'm, I'm a little worried, Jenks. <laughs> We're talking about dead bodies at 6.45 a.m. I've always said there's never a right time to kill someone, you know? So when it happens, it happens. I'm just hoping that it all works out. The sad thing is if it turns out to be true, if you somehow had an elderly neighbor that unfortunately passed away, we're all going to turn to Kate and be like, well, you were right. Yeah. Well, and I would think, or I'm not going to continue on, but uh, fact or fiction, Bill, let's, let's hear it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, fact or fiction number one, the Nets traded Kyrie Irving to the Mavericks over the weekend, probably ending any chance they had to win the East, but they made playoffs a lot more interesting. So fact or fiction, Jinx, adding Kyrie along with Luka and the rest of the folks there in Dallas makes them a contender in the Western Conference. And by contender, I mean top three. This is fiction. I'm over Kyrie Irving. I am disappointed that someone with that much talent has ruined his reputation and has been a cancer everywhere he's gone. I would love to have this much talent on the basketball court. I would love to be an otherworldly player when I'm actually on the court. But Kyrie Irving is never actually on the court. He hasn't played more than 54 games in a season in, what, four years? And, yeah, he had a ring, got a ring with LeBron, but sits then, oh, he wants out of Cleveland. Oh, he wants out of Boston. Oh, he wants out of Brooklyn. Like, he is never happy anywhere. He is perpetually unhappy. And what does that tell you? It tells you he's a selfish player. It tells you that he's a lot more interested in what Kyrie wants than what the team wants. And if you want to win an NBA title, you've got to care about what the team wants. Yeah, he's going to be fun to watch with Luka. Well, guess what? He was supposed to be fun to watch with Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons. How did that work out? He was supposed to be fun to watch in Boston. How did that work out? And ultimately, at least from a metrics perspective, the Mavericks don't play enough defense to be in the top three. So they might win a few more games, but I would take the Clippers, the Grizz, the Nuggets, even the Warriors once Steph gets back because of their playoff experience. I'm not buying Kyrie with the Mavs fiction. I'm, I'm going to go fiction with you, Jenks. Basically, for every reason you just said, I can't get behind Kyrie Irving or anything that he stands for or on the court, off the court. Like I just don't want to cheer for him anymore. And yes, he'll make the Mavs offense better. They're going to score a ton of points or at least be efficient, more efficient in a way that could position themselves toward the top three. But that defense is going to kill them because they're not going to play any defense night in and night out. So I just don't think that the Mavs are going to be what they hope to be with Kyrie Irving. All right. So both of you guys weighing in on fiction. Let's move on to number two. So now that Kyrie is off the table for the Lakers, LA is sort of stuck at this point. 
LeBron's 38. Anthony Davis can't stay healthy, and the team cannot shoot. They are bottom five in three-point field goal percentage across the league. So after LeBron breaks Kareem's title as a scoring champion, Kate, is there any reason to watch L.A. at all? Fact or fiction, L.A. is pointless after Kareem's record falls to LeBron. Yeah, fact. The Lakers have two days, less than two days, maybe a day and a half to make moves before the trade deadline. And I'm not sure that that's going to be getting done. And so after this record, that's all people want to talk about right now. And for very good reason. I mean, that's a massive accomplishment. But after that, I'm not sure the Lakers make it into the playoffs. I I think they'll probably make the play in, but that's not all that exciting. And I definitely won't be staying up to watch the Lakers, especially if I'm filling out on this show. That's for sure. Oh, this is a fact. Don't listen to me. Listen to LeBron. What did he tweet after this trade was made? Maybe it's me. Like, he's been in his feelings listening to Taylor Swift. It's me. (laughs) Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. LeBron's like, ah, maybe it's me. Nobody wants to come play with me. And, yeah, I guess they still have a chance to make a move before the trade deadline, which is, what, Thursday at 3 p.m., I think. But I don't. I don't know anyone they're going to bring in who's going to make that team exponentially better unless they make some sort of blockbuster trade. So LeBron is going to break this record. It's just a matter of time. He's been unbelievable at 38. But as a team, the Lakers don't have anything to offer. And when you've got a guy like Russell Westbrook on your team who is just so inefficient and a couple guys who are at the tail end or certainly not the peaks of their careers, you just can't buy into the Lakers. I think this is a fact. Yeah, I'll go with you guys. I'll make it three for three. It's definitely a fact. No matter what you think about LeBron and how well he's playing at 38, he's not going to be able to get it done in the series against the better teams in the Western Conference. Kate, as you pointed out, even if they make the playoffs, they'll probably finish maybe in the top 10. They maybe get into that little play-in thing that the NBA does. But beyond that, I just can't see it. They don't shoot the ball well enough. And that's a problem in the NBA when the name of the game is putting the ball in the basket and they're not good at it. All right, last one here, factor fiction number three, Kyrie out of Brooklyn. So let's talk about the Nets now. KD said last summer he wanted out. Ultimately, they were able to figure it out. He stuck around, no big deal. Now they've got some issues because they've got to either find another superstar or star to put with KD or go ahead and clear the deck, Jinx, and call this thing done. Factor fiction, the Nets should just go ahead and rebuild right now. I would lean fact But here's the thing. Like, Cam Thomas has been unbelievable. They still have Ben Simmons, who is a great defender, as we know, can run the point. KD's there. Like, they have some serious – Nick Claxton has been very good for them this season. As a defender, he could score as well. They have some interesting pieces. The problem is that you've got to make sure KD wants to be there. That's the thing. So if he wants to be there, then I say fiction – Keep things the way they are and build around KD, who still has a few good years left, and make a run here. But we're less than a year away from KD wanting to be traded, and they don't want to start moving around pieces, building around KD, and all of a sudden he wants out. So I will say fiction, but they got to make sure KD wants to stay in Brooklyn. I'd say fiction too, and part of that is, I mean, trading for Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith. I mean, those are two players that can make a difference on your team immediately. They're not going to make as big of a difference as Kyrie would, but that kind of shows me that the Nets aren't yet fully on board with blowing this whole thing up and starting over. They're still going to try and keep this team intact in terms of 
making it to the playoffs and making a push and hopefully adding another piece or two around Kevin Durant. If, like Jenks said, he wants to be there long-term, uh, I think that's the way to go for the Nets. Yeah, I'm going to say fiction, but only on the caveat that I just don't think that they're ready to give up yet. But it's now Boston and Milwaukee in the East. There's nobody else that can play with either one of those teams. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.